The mortgage industry never stays still. With interest rates moving, companies changing, and regulation increasing, there's always another story. This is The Principle, where we break it down daily and take a deeper dive into the issues. I'm Christine Stewart, Editorial Director for the Mortgage News Network. Let's pay it down. But first, a word from our sponsors. This podcast is brought to you by PennyMac TPO and Power Plus, their next generation broker portal that gives you more speed and control over the process. You can now disclose, lock, and manage your loan seamlessly from start to finish, all in one place. It's another reason why greatness lives here. PennyMac TPO is Division of PennyMac Loan Services, LLC, Equal Housing Lender, NMLS ID number 35953, licensed by the Department of Business Oversight under the California Residential Mortgage Lending Act. Conditions and restrictions may apply. Looking to get more collaboration out of your staff? Well, maybe the problem is communication from the top down. Welcome to The Principal. I'm Mike Savino, head of multimedia for the Mortgage News Network. Today, I'm joined by Erica LaCentra. She's chief marketing officer for RCN Capital and a friend of the pod. Erica, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me again. So uh, this was your article for the November issue of NMP Magazine. Talk to me a little bit about communication and, and why it's so important that you focused on it. Yeah, absolutely. So I think, you know, within organizations, obviously, communication within a department is kind of you know, in her inferred. But I do think as companies and organizations grow, sometimes different departments work uh, flows become siloed, because they're not communicating and not really interacting with other departments, which, you know, causes log jams and issues where if that communication occurs across the organization, it can be a much smoother process. And, you know, obviously, that can turn into frustrations too, with I'm getting my job done, why aren't you doing your end? How do you know when you've got this problem, how do you, what do you know what it looks like? So I think when that problem's occurring, it can usually come down to, oh, it can usually come down to a case of, you know, like I said, there is typically a backup or there is a certain point within a company's process where things are slowing down or there becomes that issue of a logjam. And that's usually a typical indicator where, you know, certain departments might be doing their job functions correctly, but because of what they're doing and how it impacts other points of the organization, something's going wrong. And what does good communication look like? I'm sure it's not, hey, people from departments bump into each other and chat around the, the coffee maker. What does a good, effective communication strategy look like? So I think it should be one of those things where obviously at a high level with managers communicating between uh, with other managers on a regular basis, um, at the very least on a quarterly basis to check to see how each department's processes are affecting other departments and really where they can fine tune that and improve processes across the board. Um, beyond that, obviously, once managers identify issues, bringing the team in to say, okay, how, say, this department's work is going and, you know, how is that affecting you guys? Where are you seeing certain slowdowns in the process and how do you feel it could be improved? And really, I think the important thing is having that collaborative aspect as opposed to um, one department probably feeling like they're being attacked. It needs to be an open dialogue of, hey, we want to help you and help this entire process throughout the com company. How can we do that? Yeah, one of the things that I thought was really interesting that you brought up is the need to not just attack one department or the need to just highlight the quote unquote moneymakers, the people whose success is easily quantified by, you know, in this industry, hey, you closed the loan, great job. Obviously, there's a whole process. Why is that important when you're talking about communication 
then it's important to, to highlight everybody and not just the people whose names are on the loans. Because I mean, when at the end of the day, um, obviously you have salespeople who are, you know, quote unquote, the money makers in the organization, but they can't efficiently do their jobs without all of the folks that are working behind the scenes, you know, the processors, their team members, the closers, underwriting, you know, they don't live in a vacuum and everything that they do affects other parts of the organization. So having that collaboration with the folks that, you know, allow them to do their job is not only going to make those people happier because, hey, they're getting some recognition, you know, their input really counts, but also it's going to make for a better process for those originators too, because these are people that are going to be invested in their success too. So it's kind of comes down to respect and just including the people that, you know, get the job done. Don't miss the largest regional mortgage show in the nation. The New England Mortgage Expo returns to Mohegan Sun in Connecticut, January 12th and 13th. See us at www.nemortgageexpo.com. Start your year with the best connections in the industry. Dozens of sessions, scores of exhibitors. It's where success is written every hour. www.nemortgageexpo.com. So if I'm running a company and I realize I have a communication problem, how do I go about changing that and changing the culture? I mean, obviously, I can say we all need to talk to each other. But how do I go about sort of leading by example that this is how we're going to do things now? Yeah. And I mean, it really comes down to just starting that open dialogue. Like I said, even if it starts at a managerial level of saying, hey, where are you noticing certain inefficiencies within our processes? What could other departments be doing to you know, improve your workflows? What can you do to, to improve your workflows so that it's a positive impact on the company too? And then you know, schedule it out so that you, know, you have cross-collaboration sessions between certain departments that work very closely with each other. Like I said, no one exists within a vacuum and it's in an, an organization's best interest to have that open dialogue. Obviously, with the pandemic, uh, remote working became far more common. Uh, and in 2022, it's still very much a part of a lot of industries. How do we make sure we're continuing to have communication when we can't do it the old fashioned way, people in the office all of the time? How do we make sure we're still communicating as well as we should be? I mean, there's tons of, you know, communication tools, obviously, that we've learned from the pandemic happening, where, you know, Zoom calls, uh, Teams messaging, internal office communication systems, that sort of thing. Um, but, you know, if it's a case where there's really tremendous issues, and you have the ability to even have those initial collaborative sessions in person, do it. You know, it really does have, there is value in having that face-to-face -face communication. And if your organization is experiencing communication issues across departments, it really may be in your best interest to do it in person so that, you know, the tone isn't misconstrued. There's no um, confusion in what's being communicated. So even setting aside that time and just saying, hey, we're doing these strategy sessions to make things, you know, more positive in the workplace. I would strongly encourage that. Yeah, make it feel more like it's constructive criticism and, and collaboration than, to your point, that one department feels like they're being attacked because everyone thinks they're dragging it down. Yeah, and even those couple in-person sessions, you know, could pay dividends in the end and you can continue your hybrid work schedule or remote work schedule. But, you know, sometimes there is true value in face-to-face -face communication for things like this. Erica, thanks so much for joining us and, and talking this out with us. Thanks for having me. We'll have the rest of your headlines right after this word. This podcast was brought to you by PennyMac TPO and Power Plus. 
their next generation broker portal. Visit tpo.pennymac.com to sign up. PennyMac TPO is Division of PennyMac Loan Services, LLC, Equal Housing Lender, NMLS ID number 35953, licensed by the Department of Business Oversight under the California Residential Mortgage Lending Act. Conditions and restrictions may apply. Here's your headlines for today, November 4th. UWM scored a big victory in its price war, overtaking Rocket as the top mortgage originator in the country in the third quarter. Both companies took a hit compared to last year, but Rocket's was deeper. UWM's origination volume was $33.5 billion compared to the $25.6 billion for Rocket. Nutter Home Loans is changing its tune about its decision to close. The company initially told us it's because of a $500,000 fine from the Justice Department. But after we reported the closure on Thursday, the company admitted it's because of an 80% drop in originations. And finally, the jobs report for October is giving us a mixed view. The economy added 261,000 jobs, but the unemployment rate ticked back up 3.7%. This has been The Principle, a Mortgage News Network podcast. All podcasts are produced by T.G. Kutamperor, Matthew Mullins, and Sarah Woolock. Mike Savino is head of multimedia, and Christine Stewart is editorial director. The opening theme was Status by Jamie Bathgate, and the music you hear now is Glossy by Skygates. You can find episodes of The Principal at www.mortgagenewsnetwork.com, or you can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Be sure to rate and review so that others can find us. Thanks for listening. <laughs>